Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio, it's time for Family Business Radio. Showcasing outstanding family businesses and the advisors who assist them. Welcome to another episode of Family Business Radio. I'm your host, Anthony Chen, where we're here to highlight the stories of local businesses and their advisors. I have two wonderful guests here today. We have Kathy Smith with Cache Corporate Gift Services and Brian Riggs with Foot Solutions Sandy Springs. Starting our introduction and conversation today, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Anthony. It's nice to be here. Great. Just give us a look. I know it's a very long story, but give us, share us a little bit about how is it that you got into corporate gift services? Well, I didn't start it out as a business. It was kind of a fluke. I'm a real estate agent and I was looking for gifts for my clients and Mm -hmm. couldn't find anything that I liked. So I thought I can do better than that and started bringing things that I created to closings and, uh, the builders, the, uh, lenders, the attorneys start taking notice and they started hiring me to do things for them. Mm-hmm. Was it kind of a, a a spike of interest, or was it just kind of a slow rolling? I mean, it took off pretty well the first year. Mm-hmm. You know, I made sure I had a lot of closing, so I got a lot of exposure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the the motivation for starting the company, other than all these real, or rather, builders and everyone coming to you, building all these unique gifts? Um, I've always been a creative person. Mm-hmm. I was the kid in the neighborhood that was always creating plays and putting on talent shows and everything. So I have to mm-hmm. express that creative side. And I wasn't <laughs> doing that in real estate. So I thought mm-hmm. this will be a fun little thing. But mm-hmm. like I said, I did not plan on it ever being a business. So I'm as surprised as anyone else that it became one. Uh-huh. So it kind of went from your creative aspirations and hobby now into a full-blown business. Yeah, it wasn't even really a hobby. It's just <laughs> something one day I said, I'm going to do this. So uh-huh. yeah. Right. And I know there's a lot of other corporate gift companies out there. How is it? What separates you from everyone else? What separates us is that we specialize in business only. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a retail shop and serving retail clients was never my business model. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out early on that the corporate uh, clientele is what I wanted to specialize in because uh, we help promote their business through gratitude gifts and we take themes and turn it into designs to put out to their clients for referrals, um, anyone that's helped them with their business. And the they, they get a really good response back from it because mm-hmm. as the saying goes, you don't remember what someone tells you, you remember what they do for you. So it sets them apart, and that's what we like to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, what is, I guess, your biggest challenge is running your own business? There's a lot. <laughs> uh, at the beginning, it was trying to convince people that I was an actual business instead of a crafty hobby <laughs> because I would hear, oh, how cute you do the crafts. And I was like, no, I really don't do crafts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got training in this. Mm-hmm. So um, another challenge has been to educate businesses on what we call gratitude gifting. Mm-hmm. And that is to show them how that they can expand their business by showing their appreciation to clients, customers, employees, anybody that helps them mm-hmm. to be successful. I know there's a bit, bit of a, a turning point in terms of the culture where businesses are done and they're highlighting appreciation marketing. Is this kind of really right up your alley? You feel like you're right in the forefront and people are catching up to you? 
Well, since I've been doing it for 22 years, I'm not sure about that forefront thing, but maybe I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do. I do. I I hope that businesses start to get it a little more. There's still a learning curve. Mm -hmm. Um, They just think, oh, you know, we'll give you a gift. But like most people, you realize you you have good intentions Mm -hmm. and then you get busy and it falls by the wayside. But we take that off your plate. They tell us, you know, hey, I've got this event or I want to do a thank you for someone. And we just really don't know what to do or don't have the time. Mm-hmm. So we tell them, you give us your budget, your theme, if you've got one, and your time frame. And we take care of everything else for them. Mm-hmm. So if I'm understanding correctly, it would be someone who, when you're talking about good intentions, want to, oh, this client was great to me. I want to do something. But then, as you mentioned, life gets in the way, right. kind of falls at the wayside. You step in and take that. Stress take, off. Yeah, we take that off their plate so they don't have to worry about it. So they're getting the benefit of doing that without having to lift a finger. Mm-hmm. We like to say we make we help them make a good impression without saying a word. <laughs> yeah, good, good. <laughs> and that's good for me because I talk a lot. Then <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess what uh, of all the creations you have, what is the professional achievements that you're most proud of? Professional achievements. I've got a couple. Um, the first is seeing how this started as nothing and what it was built into. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's become so busy that I had to leave the real estate industry, even though my friends laughed at me and thought it was <laughs> funny. So now I get to look back up. Hmm. Guess I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also afforded me a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have had. Probably. Um, I've become a national speaker, national trainer, instructor, and in, uh, design and marketing. It's allowed me to travel around the country and put on seminars. Um, I also get to appear at uh, trade shows mm-hmm. and uh, food shows around the country. Mm-hmm. Gotten to write an article or several articles for gift business uh, magazines. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of all these trade shows, I, until we had a one-on-one talk, I didn't even realize there was this whole industry and trade show around. Like, give us a little bit uh, a taste of behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I was the same way. I had no idea. Uh-huh. When I started the business, I did research. And I was I remember I was sitting in Borders Books one day and just happened to find something about a convention, a gift convention. And I thought, what? <laughs> so uh, I looked it up, and they had just had it. In Atlanta, and the next one's going to be in Chicago. So I jumped up and signed up for that. And it's, you know, trade shows, conventions. You have like uh, four days, five days of training. You have intense training. There's different topics on design, mm-hmm. marketing, um, social media. When I started it, there was no social media, but so that's a thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, trade shows that. All kinds of vendors that contribute to the gift business. We have balloon people. We have every, everything you can think of. It was just amazing mm-hmm. what they do. Well, what is the most unique project or memorable one <laughs> that you've ever done? You know the answer to this one, don't you? Uh, a little bit, but I just <laughs> the, the guest or whatever the audience yeah. doesn't know about okay. it. So I'll try to keep that one brief. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a call out of the blue one time from Cox Media Group. I don't know how they found me, but they found me, thank goodness. And they said, uh, we are doing a rollout of some sort of promotion for those PT Cruiser cars back in the day. Mm -hmm. And they said, what can you do for us? We're having a convention in Dallas, and we need something for 300 guests, room amenities. I said, okay, PT Cruiser, uh, when is your, your event? It's in 10 days. I said, okay, sure. And I'm definitely one of those that says the answer is yes. Now, what was the question? (laughs) <laughs> Gets me in trouble a lot, but I said, okay. So I looked up and found my vendors out of 2,500 2, vendors that I use and mm-hmm. had somebody custom design a cookie 
baked it fresh, sent it back to me sealed. We put a design together, packed it, shipped it to the convention center in Dallas. So it got there within 10 days. Now, has there been any other project that even comes close to that kind of timeline? Um, I, I do a lot of last minute things, but, um, that was probably the top one because that one was like a miracle to pull off. Mm-hmm. It was like really down to the water. Yeah, the logistics of it mm-hmm. was kind of crazy. And, uh, in terms of the tips and advice, what would you give to someone who wanted to start their own business? Because in your story, it's kind of starts from an idea and then mm-hmm. people notice your abilities and grew from there. Mm-hmm. I sort of backed into it, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, Having done it now for 22 years, I would tell people that are thinking about doing a business to do your research, make sure you know what your target is, mm-hmm. because you can't be all things to everybody or any, you know, you have to kind of fine tune it. Um, don't be afraid of perfection. A lot of times I stopped and said, I'm not really good at this. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I am. Why am I doing this? You know, and I think we get caught up in that uh, lie of perfection. Mm-hmm. So. Really good is better than perfect. So if you've got something really good and you know what you want to do with it, you just go for it. And you'll learn along the way. You'll pick up mentors like I did. Mm-hmm. And you need to listen to what they say and do what they do because they got there. They got to their position by doing just that. Mm-hmm. So that's a couple of things. Right. Well, I guess then the next leading question would be what was the greatest advice you were ever given, particularly maybe by one of your mentors? Pretty much something similar to that. Uh-huh. Uh, she kind of gave me faith that I was good at what I was doing. When I was surrounded by all these other people that I thought were a lot better than me, she said, don't mm-hmm. let that get to you. Just put your head down, do a lot of networking, and do what you're doing. Just make you, make sure you're the best at what you're doing. So I started taking lots of training, and that's what I would tell someone else. If you've got opportunity to train, mm-hmm. or if you've got an opportunity to apprentice with someone that's doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. jump all over that. Because mm-hmm. then in terms of for another business who may have an idea of, let's say, oh, I want to do something special for my clients or marketing, how would they reach out to you? And what kind of, pro- is there an idea or project they should already have in mind before coming to you? Uh, with the businesses, typically, no, they mm-hmm. will have an event or um, something going on that they, they just think uh, we need to do something or marketing mm-hmm. Uh, program, but they don't know how to put things together. Mm-hmm. So they'll call me and we'll sit down. Like I said, the price, the, if they have a theme, most of the times they don't, mm-hmm. they leave that to me. Uh, this one just happened to have the PT cruiser. So I had to have these little cookies made to look like a PT cruiser. <laughs> okay. Um, but they, they pretty much allow me free reign to do what I want. And then, you know, I'll, I'll set out and do some prototypes for them usually. Mm-hmm. And then they choose from maybe three different prototypes. Uh, that's on the gifts, but on the marketing pieces side, we usually incorporate their logoed items. I can get logoed items done for them or uh, marketing literature, marketing pieces that they want to include in it. Mm-hmm. So. And speaking of themes, I know holidays is kind of around the corner. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I guess would be the timeline for businesses to say, well, I'm thinking of doing XYZ project mm-hmm. for the end of the year, mm-hmm. for let's say a holiday theme celebration or appreciation mm-hmm. kind of going on subject. Uh, when should it get to you? Should it be like, Yesterday August. or <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we've already booked people up through November. Oh, so it, it really depends. I try to stay flexible, but I do have to order inventory way ahead of time, you know, to make mm-hmm. sure things I have enough things here, especially uh, specialty items that they may need, and I can get anything made. Mm-hmm. But um, if it's a large order, 
sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. but I've done things up to 48 hours before. Mm-hmm. I don't keep anything stock on shelves in the studio. Mm-hmm. We don't believe in that because everything's custom made. So when you tell me what you want, I put it together and everything starts from that point on. Mm-hmm. We don't want anything getting aged. So, you know, minimum probably 48 or 24 hours, I would say. Mm-hmm. But for big orders, at least several weeks in advance, if not so, a month. What would qualify, I guess, the quantity in terms of uh, like a big order? Well, I've done from one to a thousand. Mm-hmm. So the larger the, the <laughs> quantity, give me more time. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing those big jobs, but I'm also doing the other clients that I've got. So I've got to make so, time to focus on everybody to make every uh, make sure everybody gets quality. Mm-hmm. And not put a smaller order aside just so I've got, oh, this big order. Right. No, we want everybody to love what they get and appreciate how unique these things are. Mm-hmm. Well, then for all the business owners out there who are looking to expand more of their appreciation marketing, mm-hmm. how can they best contact you? We have a website. But what I tell people is it's better to contact me directly by text or email because the website is set up basically to show examples of what we've done for other clients over the past years. Mm-hmm. And because we want yours to be special, we don't do stock items. It, it's there to give you an idea. Mm-hmm. And you can say, oh, we saw this. Can you do something like that? And yes, sure we can, but we'll change it around. Mm-hmm. So. so everything on the site is not something where it's just set in stone, but just yes. samples uh-huh. and okay. an idea. Mm-hmm. So what would be your contact information for them to reach out to you so they don't have to? ask you to pull a hat trick. <laughs> oh, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, they can text me at 678-438-4486 or the email is cache, G-I-F-T-S-V-C at gmail. And the website is cachecorporategifts.com. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Kathy. Thank well, you. You guys all heard it. If you want to expand your appreciation marketing, you know who to reach out to. And our next on our guest, Brian Riggs with Foot Solutions at Sandy Springs. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Right. So share us with a little bit about your story as to how you got into the shoe store industry. So my parents originally were, my dad's a photographer and um, had, owns the oldest portrait studio in Atlanta. And my parents worked together for 35 years and actually they just retired, but they were looking for another business. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, wanted to do something sort of in that health and wellness kind of figuring out, you know, baby boomers, where's the money going to be essentially. And, um, somehow stumbled upon foot solutions and were interested, you know, the idea of shoes, shoe store, good idea, but the idea of the biomechanics and, um, more than just a shoe store seemed like a really good product and it interested them. And so they got in touch with, the, the franchisor and they're like, if we were willing to relocate anywhere in the country, you know, where's the best store for us to buy? And before they had told them where they were, they said the store in Sandy Springs. And it just so happened my parents live a mile and a half from there. So um, it seemed like it just made too much sense, seemed like a really great idea. And so they got into that about 10 years ago, nine and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've been running the store or came to work with them and then now run, fully run the store for seven years. Mm-hmm. So Now, in this day and age of just online retailing, like let's say, just a big elephant room, 
Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what possessed you to and your parents to stick with the brick and mortar commodity of shoes? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Amazon sells lots of products. Mm-hmm. Um, everywhere online sells lots of products. But the thing that really makes us different is um, our. Of course, we sell shoes. We sell shoes that are comfortable, good looking. Um, but the thing that really makes us different is is the training that we have. Um, we all study podorthics, the biomechanics of the foot and the ankle. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing, podorthics. <laughs> <laughs> and how the foot and the ankle affect the rest of the body. So if you're having pain or discomfort, we can help you to not have pain or discomfort. And if you don't, we can help you stay that way. Mm-hmm. So we do, in addition to shoes, we do um, arch supports. We do custom orthotics. Um, we custom fit pretty much every shoe we sell. So those are all things that while you may, some of the brands of shoes that we carry, you may be familiar with, you may know, we carry Brooks, we carry, you know, um, Gabor, which is one of the world's largest non-athletic shoe companies. So you may have seen them other places, but what makes us really different is you, you cannot buy online the custom fitting. You can't, um, have come in and say, you know, my, my heel hurts. And, mm-hmm. um, so we try to turn our commodity into a service. Mm-hmm. And so in a time when many businesses or lots of shoe stores are closing their doors, we continue fortunately to be up every year. Mm-hmm. So what would be, I guess, with those that are still out there, brick and mortar shoe stores, what makes you a little bit more different? Uh, really it comes back to the training, mm-hmm. you know, the ability to, Say someone has plantar fasciitis. We see that all day, every day. <laughs> they, my heel hurts when I get out of the bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, the ability to come in in a retail environment and, um, you know, sit down. We say, have a seat. Let's take a look, see what we can find out. Mm-hmm. Do an evaluation, hold their feet, watch them walk, um, and talk to them about what kind of discomfort they're having and figure out a way, present them a solution. You know, there's a, a zillion arch supports out there, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, there's a Dr. Scholl's, you stand on a machine, there's a, a this, a that, all these things that you can get at sporting goods stores. Yeah. Um, and plenty of people that have had problems have spent lots of money on these different items thinking it's going to solve it, the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually having someone help you figure out functionally, what is it that's going to actually help you. Mm-hmm. You know, we have feet designed to walk on dirt. We covered the planet in concrete. <laughs> yeah. So um, helping you figure out how much dirt to put where <laughs> under your foot to equalize that pressure, um, that's what really makes us different. And we actually go through the, the biomechanical training rather than just this is an arch support, this is where you put it, mm-hmm. that you can get at a lot of you know, running stores and stuff like that. Yeah. Sounds like there's a lot more signs other than just, oh, let's... It really put a foot into the shoe. It really is, and I, I mean, I tell people all the time. I had no idea my feet hurt until my family bought a shoe store, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because you know, I was as comfortable as I had ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, my knees or my muscles after a run, and you think, oh man, I had a great workout. You have no idea once you get into a shoe that's better and an arch support that's doing more for your body. You straighten that ankle. You you know. Uh, equalize the pressure over the base of the foot, wherever the ankle goes, then the knee's going to be straighter, the hip is straighter, and the back is straighter. So once I started wearing good footwear, I was like, oh, I I, I don't have any of those things anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, plenty of people come to us because they hurt. Um, but 
we also have lots of people that come because they they would like to not need knee replacements. <laughs> mm-hmm. And plenty of people come that uh, just want a good-looking shoe that's going to do more for them and want someone's help picking it out. We're old school. We measure everybody's feet. Um, we we tie and untie your shoes. We put the shoe on you just like uh, they did long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Looks like the what's owed is new again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you can't buy that online. Yeah. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like uh, what you guys serve is not just people who are just having aches and pains, but pains that they thought maybe was just getting old, but it sounds like it's a lot more involved. You'd be really surprised. It, it is amazing just how, I mean, we live in a society where if something hurts, you go to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's got to be a medical answer for it. Um, but you'd be surprised how many issues aren't necessarily something medical, um, but more mechanical. You know, if you look at the epidemic of joint replacement in this country, now, of course, if you need a new joint, uh, that is now a medical problem. But keeping that joint from being destroyed is something that's mechanical. Again, Mm -hmm. foot designed to walk on dirt, planet covered in concrete. So um, wherever that ankle goes, if that arch falls down and the ankle falls in or out off the base of the foot, again, the knee will go and the hip goes. So if we straighten those things up and the joints work in their normal range of motion, then life is much better for much longer. Well, it sounds like there's very much involved rather than just simply measuring someone's feet. So explain to us how you pick out those you recruit into your store. What's the training process like? Hiring's a challenge. I mean, hiring's a challenge for anyone, Mm -hmm. Um, but it takes a really special sort of individual because um, in lots of retail, you know, you go in and you say, I'd like to try this in a, in a seven. And they go, okay, great. Yeah. Let me get that for you. And they bring it out and they show it to you and you buy it or you don't. Um, but when someone's trying to solve a problem and you know, the way that we positioned ourselves is we can definitely help you solve that problem, but we have really, really awesome footwear so that you'll want to keep shopping with us forever, not just to come in and solve that problem. Um, but People will come in and they'll do the very same thing. Can I try this in a seven? Mm -hmm. What we need is someone that's uh, great with people, great at selling, but can learn the biomechanics and um, the learning curve is steep. You know, we tell people you need to feel uh, very, very much like you don't know what you're doing for a good six, eight months, Mm -hmm. probably, as you learn all of the different, you know, biomechanical things. things that we'll do we, when we custom fit shoes or how to find the right arch support. Um, and so the combination of needing lots of different, we, we try to really help the customer by staying in control of the sale. There are plenty of people that come in that are just, you know, have been in or they don't have any issue and they just want to try the shoe on. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, especially that person that's looking to solve a problem, They've been to a hundred shoe stores and they've said, can I try this in a seven? And they still don't feel good, whether they've got a bunion or hammer toes or plantar fasciitis. Um, they go in and, you know, lots of times people want to find something soft, right? Mm -hmm. You know, my foot hurts. The ground is hard. Let me put something soft in between my foot and the ground. But the truth is your foot doesn't hurt because the ground is hard. Your foot hurts because there's too much pressure in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. So... People go in, they try a shoe on, it feels really good, they buy it. Two or three hours later, they're standing up at their job and their feet still hurt. Mm -hmm. 
So when they come in and just want to try that shoe on in the seven, we have to say, sure, I'm happy to get that for you. But have a seat. Let's take a look at your feet. Let's measure your feet. Let's find out why it is, um, what, what they're there for if they're trying to solve a problem. And so to let them know that there's more that we can do to help them. And sometimes people come in and they pick up a shoe and I know good and well, it is never going to fit ever, ever. You know, <laughs> if you've got difficult toes mm-hmm. and, um, or bunion, the front of the foot tends to change mm-hmm. and you pick up a pump that slips on. It's probably not going to stay on your foot very well. So helping, uh, finding someone that's able to make the customer feel like they're having a really great experience, but also help them by sort of guiding the direction of the sale. So it just takes a very unique individual. Mm-hmm. Then talking about fixing problems for people who are coming in with foot pains or, or what have you, or, or mechanical, biomechanical issues, um, what would make them come to you finding these custom inserts as opposed to just maybe going to their foot doctor? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of reasons. I mean, there, you know, some doctors make really great orthotics and, and that's something that they do a lot of. Um, biomechanics isn't actually something that you take in med school unless you take it as an elective. Mm-hmm. So, um, we all have different tools in our toolkit. I, I know nothing about medicine, right? But I know a lot about mechanics. Um, what we do is specialize in biomechanics and we specialize in arch supports and orthotics. So that's really what we do every day. Um, when you go to your doctor and you have them do an orthotic for you, a lot of times they will take a cast of your foot and, mm-hmm. you know, say, come back in two weeks, pick these up. So you have to set an appointment and then go in and pick them up and they hand them to you and say, find a shoe, put them in there. And, um, well, even if, if the doctor knows exactly what to make for you to, to help you feel better, they are not in the shoe business and they don't really want to be in the shoe business as a general rule. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there are plenty of people listening to this podcast that have a pair of custom orthotics sitting in a drawer somewhere at their house mm-hmm. that was made for them that goes only in a really ugly tennis shoe. <laughs> and since we're both in the shoe business and in the business of making orthotics and doing all those things, mm-hmm. we can figure out what it is that you need functionally and um, make that happen in what you need fashion-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a, a, a professional woman who wears skirts to work or suits or dresses or something, and you need those inserts to help your foot feel better. Mm-hmm. You can't go wearing a new balance to work every day. No. So that's, that's one thing that we're uniquely positioned to do doing the mechanics and the, uh, the shoes. Mm-hmm. Well then as a franchise, is that, do they get to determine what you guys can place and sell? Uh, they don't. They it, That ship sailed a long time ago. The interesting thing is, you know, McDonald's makes a great franchise because they people eat hamburgers all over the place. And people do wear shoes all over the place. Um, however, what's, what's popular in Sandy Springs is ex- extremely different than what's popular in, like, Phoenix, Arizona, where mm-hmm. a friend of mine owns a store. Um, but it's also pretty different from even Roswell or... Alpharetta or Buckhead. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all, uh, any foot solutions you go in, you're going to find different shoes uh, and a, a different array of over-the-counter arch supports and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, each store sort of takes on the personality of its owners, and we want to have fun and have products that people will continue to want to come back to 
be the only place that you want to buy shoes, not just because you have a problem, but maybe you came here because you had some sort of issue. Mm -hmm. And then you found a place where someone could really help you and shoes that you really, really liked that did a lot for your body. So, um, no, they don't tell us what to buy and we have lots of great shoes. Right. Well, then speaking or kind of going on the train of thought of me learning all these trade shows that I didn't know exist, I am finding out that there's a shoe show in Milan. I mean, kind of share with us how that is like and how does a shoe get to earn their place at your store? Sure. So uh, shoe show is just like lots of uh, trade shows, basically um, all the different brands that you may have ever heard of and plenty that you haven't mm. will get together and the, the wholesale reps that are selling the lines will display their wares and retailers come to buy. Um, and we make commitments to buy stock for the, the upcoming seasons. Um, our, our biggest shoe show is the shoe show in Milan. Um, not a lot of us retailers go, but, uh, cause there's, it can be expensive. The, you know, buying direct is wonderful for many reasons, but they want their money up front. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but you can find all kinds of really exciting product that no one's ever heard of. There's so many brands across the pond that, that we're discovering and bringing back um, really good craftsmanship. But uh, the shoe show in Milan is a lot of fun. It's a great excuse to get to go to Italy twice a year. <laughs> um, but it's 68 thousand square meters of shoes so um it's like 16 halls it's tons and tons and tons of shoes um and it's fun to find things to bring back and our customers get excited hearing what we what we found what's coming and um we get to show off something a little bit different that people wouldn't find other places a new line that we're bringing in for next spring will be the only retailer in the u.s oh Okay, that's very exciting to hear. Mm -hmm. So for those of us who don't want to feel the aches and pains and find out that, oh, it's not just because I'm a runner or because I'm getting old, but because I'm in the wrong shoes, how can we best find you? Well, you can find our, our store in Sandy Springs um, uh, where Trader Joe's is. We're on Roswell Road, 6307 mm -hmm. Roswell Road um, in the Trader Joe's Shopping Center. The shopping center is in the shape of an L, and we're just in the corner of that L. Um, if you want to see some of the shoes that we have you know our whole inventory is not online although we do have a website mm -hmm. but we try to post pictures of new things as they come in on our instagram and on facebook so instagram uh, we're fs sandy springs mm -hmm. um same thing on facebook facebook.com slash fs sandy springs mm -hmm. and um hopefully you'll come by and say hello great well then before i let you go for someone who may have a problem, would they have to set up an appointment first or could they just walk in and you guys can... We're more than happy to know that you're coming. Um, so you can call and we can, you know, if, if you have some particular issue that may take an expertise that only myself or one of the people that have been there the longest would be able to handle, mm -hmm. um, we can make sure that we're there to help you with that. But we operate ultimately as a retail store. And so appointments not necessary and you can mm -hmm. just come in and come in and see us. Great. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Well, this show is sponsored and brought to you by yourself and truly, Anthony Chen with Lighthouse Financial Network. Securities and advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., RAA, member FINRA SIPC. RAA is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of RAA. The main office address is 575 Broad Hollow Road, 
Melville, New York, 11747. You can best reach me at 631-465-9090 at extension 5075 or by email at Anthony Chen, C-H-E-N at L-F-N, L-L-C.com. Thank you for listening and catch you all at the next show. Thank you.